0: All right, grab a snack and some tea. We are about to go on a roller coaster ride together. Welcome to Luxury V TV and podcast. My name is Lakshmi Gowda, and I am on a mission to help heal the planet and people through sustainable fashion and a purpose driven lifestyle. Join me on this journey in making a global difference and becoming the great person you were created to be. Know yourself now, leave a legacy for tomorrow. Welcome to Lakshmi's Letters series episode 1. Powering Through Disease, Breakdowns, Industry Truths, and a Global Crisis. My COVID Story Part 1. I'm gonna take you right back to the beginning before this pandemic went crazy and All the stuff that led up to this crazy mess that I've just been through and still getting through some of it. I know that this pandemic has really hurt so many people in so many different ways. And I always think about, as people, we go through so much craziness and trauma in our personal lives already. And to add a pandemic on top of all those problems... It's enough to drive anybody mad. I just have faced some incredible hurdles and mountains on this journey already in getting through this. That now I have overcome a lot of those challenges. And I swear, I feel like a brand new person within the past year and a half. And I thought, I really want to get this out to you and to anyone out there who is hurting or still going through some of these challenges. I want to share my stories. And some of the things that I did in hopes that it will help you through whatever it is that you're going through. So, before this pandemic hit, it had been a really tough time for me personally. I was in a brand new city. I just moved to Sydney a couple of years back. And it takes time to find your feet and to find your people, especially when you haven't grown up in a place. You know, you're still discovering new things and you're still making your way. So, With that brought a lot of challenges on its own and I struggled financially when I came here, especially in making Lakshmi be my sustainable company a full-time gig. That was always the goal and it had been absolute hell trying to make that happen. To make matters even more complicated, a very close family member of mine had just gone through a stroke. It shook up our whole family I remember like crying and we were praying every day that this person would get through it. it. It really put a whole spanner in everything for me and I know so many people go through things like this. We all have these personal challenges that we have to get through and to have something like this thrown into the works, it just turns it into a whole other thing. So of course, doing what I can, I had to get another part-time job. During this time, after... All this crazy stuff that had happened and was happening, there were some really cool things that had happened as well. One of my childhood dreams was to wear my creations at red carpets and events and social gatherings and parties. And and crazily enough, through one of my work channels, I met a contact who gave me access to that world here in Sydney. And it really did change my life here. I got to meet so many different people from all different backgrounds, particularly the entertainment industry, fashion industry, and political and business industries. I spent a lot of time there networking, hosting events, interviewing business leaders, politicians and celebrities, people who have done very well in their fields and are very known for what they do. And to me, that was a dream come true. I'd always wanted to do journalism as well. I used to watch the E! News and you know shows like that and thought, how cool, get dressed up and like interview so many different and interesting people and hear stories. It's funny because these childhood dreams, when I look back, they were quite surface-based. Yes, they were fun, but there wasn't a lot of purpose or meaning behind it. This is a very key thing. When you don't have a proper purpose behind a vision or a dream, it often reminds me of the saying, "Be careful what you wish for." I always used to wonder, what on earth are these people talking about when they say things like that?" and now I know <laughs> it was fun at the start, and I remember when I would post up the pictures and the images on Instagram, the people that I knew or people who used to know me back in the day somehow found me and I would get all these different messages and comments like, wow, Lakshmi, life's so incredible, like you've made it. And oh my goodness, we're so proud of you. And it was just like full on, like crazy. Here I am in the middle of it thinking it's it's not that great, guys. Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? It was weird to me because even though I was having fun and thought, wow, like I really get to live out dreams that I had when I was a kid, just There was just something that didn't feel quite right about all of it for me. This comes back down to purpose. Oh, purpose. How important is purpose and meaning in life? Without a purpose or a vision, the people would definitely perish. Basically, as you pick up by now, yes, I'm having fun. I'm exploring all these industries, meeting all these interesting people. But then I started to see the ugly side of all of it. It's a side that hardly anybody talks about or if they do talk about it they're either silenced or people don't take notice or people are too afraid to stand with them. Man did I notice this. I remember my heart was already so pained from what my family member was going through and having to work these extra jobs and to have this darkness on top of all of that through the places I was working at, it really battered my soul. It it really, really crushed my heart. And I remember I started to become quite depressed and excruciatingly anxious. So anxious that I would have this pain in my chest. It was like, this like burning rock, like I swallowed this hot rock (laughs) and it wouldn't go down, it just stayed there and I felt like I was always gasping for air and I noticed my shoulders like started hunching over a little bit. So what happened? (laughs) What happened during this time? I started noticing things that I thought were extremely toxic toxic behaviors in the workplace, um, things that weren't ethical, things that go against anyone who tries to be a decent human being is what I was seeing. Money hungry people, people who are very happy to step on other people's heads to get to the top and I think one of the most shocking things that rocked me to the core was seeing people that people look up to and almost worship Seeing their hideous, ugly side behind closed doors and how they were almost the complete opposite of what they were trying to portray to the audience. One particular event I was at with a quite well known person to see this person about human development. And here I am backstage with this person having a freaking meltdown. I was blown away because I had never seen this side of this person. and gosh, I know nobody's perfect, like, we all have our moments where we do that, but to actually see this person who basically stands up for protecting and empowering women, and good principles, and values, and self-development, and seeing this person acting that way backstage, being nasty to the crew and the organizers, I thought, that's not on, that this message is not authentic, you know, just if this is who you really are, be that, show that, you know, you, people might even like you a bit more because they're getting the raw, real you. And it got worse when they ended up; they actually lashed out at me. And to this day, I I still don't a hundred percent know why. I did lie awake in bed thinking about it for a long time, but I think they were obviously very stressed, and I don't want to make excuses for them because. Yes, you can be stressed, but not at the expense of hurting other people. You need to control yourself. That comes through self-development and maturity, which obviously wasn't shown here. So that really hurt me, thinking about all those beautiful people in the audience who had come all this way to see this person speak. I noticed that became a bit of a trend. I met different models and influencers, different types of people in the industry. And I was very happy that, yes, there are some really good ones out there and they actually care about people on the planet. And some of them, you know, have advocacies for this. They're donating to charities. They're working very hard behind the scenes to to make a global difference. So take heart. There are good people out there. But I really want to show you the truth of the dark side behind this because some of the people that I met are people that people know and they are not living an authentic life. If you are not secure in yourself as a member of the public and you're watching this, it can crush you. It really can hurt you and drive you into a horrible state of depression and anxiety and always feeling like you can't keep up. Because there is a weird energy behind it. This person, who they are inside, is projecting out towards you. And you are openly receiving whatever that is that they're offering. It's something to be really aware of. At the time, I wasn't completely aware of it until later. So I keep getting bashed at this point. Brutally bashed emotionally. Emotionally and mentally. It happens again. I mean, the corporate world with all these different business people and not to single the men out, there are some incredible men in this industry that I got to work with. But there were a few who clearly had no respect for women and even young people, these older gentlemen. They'd made a decent living and they did really well at their work and their careers I noticed a trend. They would hire young people and they would absorb and sap all their energy and all their resources until they were dry like a prune and then they would spit them out and then hire another one. They worked these kids to the bone. They literally pushed them so far and so hard until they broke. And if they didn't break and they ended up becoming stronger, they would try and cancel them out or get rid of them somehow. It was heartbreaking. It was happening to me, and I I could see it was happening. I remember having conversations with other people about it, like, is this person really like this? Am I really seeing this? Because I was so shocked. I've never experienced this before. I'm brand new in these different worlds, and I've you know, always looked up to these people and to these worlds and industries thinking how amazing they were and, oh, I'd love to be part of a successful company and, you know, doing media stuff and event stuff. And here I am in the belly of the beast, seeing all the grime and grit that most people don't see because the people that run these industries work very hard for you to not see that side of it. And it's all in the name of profit and fame, money and can everyone see me making this money? It's basically, basically well, how they're living their life and what they want to live for and again there's nothing wrong with those things but when you do it at the expense of a human life, I, I cannot stand for that. I will not and cannot especially when innocent people are being hurt and disrespected. I really need you to understand that what you see isn't always what you get when it comes to well-known public figures in industries. A lot of the people that I met who were like this were really oddly two-faced, so charming, so sweet, singling out all my gifts and telling me how great they were and how awesome it will be to grow the companies and reach more networks and things and I thought wow like I really feel like I can grow here these people are so experienced in these industries and then when all the people go home and the events are over bang the wolf comes out like yelling like what the heck are you doing like even charging towards me like just weird crazy stuff and I just remember again thinking when I met the public, who used to come to the different events and they would say, wow, you know, Lakshmi, this is so wonderful and these people are so great and blah, blah, blah. And I just remember feeling sick inside, like you have no idea what these people are actually like behind closed doors. And these experiences kept repeating for me. And I know everything happens for a reason. I remember literally asking God, God, why is this happening? Like, did I do something? (laughs) As much as I was really grateful for all these experiences and all the awesome people I met and good people that I got to interview, I couldn't help but notice a lot of people are looking up to and thinking, wow, like they're so amazing and all this stuff. And yes, like most people would say, of course, of course, we know there's a dark side to everything. Yet they're still on social media looking up to these people and feeling depressed and wondering why. I want to talk about some of the Instagram influencers. Someone that I know, very well known now and has quite a big following. I was at an event sitting right next to them and I remember they started laughing and I was like, what's happening? And they're literally flicking through multiple accounts and they basically said, actually is it weird that I'm liking commenting on my own photo is that creepy and then they started laughing I was like oh (laughs) no and the crazy thing is like you know you do you like you know that's working for you great but I just want to let you guys know who are out there watching some of these people again everything you see is not always truth especially in the social media world And it's funny, there was a documentary I was watching. I think it was on Netflix. I can't remember what it was called, but basically it was a show about influencing and all the stuff that goes on behind it. And they did some survey and apparently a lot of the celebrities who have some of the biggest followings, sometimes up to 60% of their following are bots, basically bought bots. I have seen people I know doing really well in the industry because of all this following and they've created the following themselves through robots and making multiple profiles and liking and following (laughs) themselves. So yeah, it, it happens quite a lot, quite a lot. And I just want you to be aware of that. Having never really being exposed to this stuff at this level before, it did really affect me internally. I felt traumatized by some of the experiences. Yes, I know people aren't perfect and we all slip up and have our situations, but it really upset me and hurt me because there were a lot of people who were paying money to come to these different events and I couldn't help but feel you're basically paying to watch a fraud because this person who's trying to help you and heal you from all of this stuff isn't practicing what they're preaching behind closed doors. And some of them are even being borderline disgusting and inappropriate. And that's what couldn't come out of my mind. I just kept thinking about that over and over and over. And I remember feeling like I was bleeding in my chest because I just wanted to tell everyone, it's a fraud. It's a fraud. (laughs) Save your money. Go home. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because I was right in the middle of it working behind the scenes, I just felt powerless, like, like I couldn't do anything. It was guttering, guttering, which is why I'm doing the podcast. <laughs> so, yeah, it was a lot. And I just want to let let especially the young people who are just experiencing in life and you might be looking up to some of these celebrities or leaders or business people really do your research because weirdly enough when you do the research the weird signs are there find people that you feel you genuinely resonate with and I find a lot of a person's character you will see it come out of them in the way they speak and the way they engage with you they'll really acknowledge you and it won't feel fake because there are some that do that as well and they're also living double lives and when I say research talk to people who know these people You can reach them. You can get to know the people who know these people. And truth always comes out. At the end of the day, the light will always overshadow the darkness and the truth will reveal itself. I have really learned that you can walk away from situations like this and you'll be perfectly fine. It seems hard and it seems crazy, but when you walk away and you do the right thing, God will look after you. God always looks after you, especially when you take courage and boldness and do the right thing. All the pain and things and crazy things that I went through that I realized the power in being bold and speaking up. You stand up for what you actually believe in. And I also believe that your beliefs and your faith about who you are is very powerful. The problem is when you're in environments like this that are so toxic, they try and rob you of your self-worth and your self-value. And unfortunately, they caught me at a vulnerable time with work and my family member who was sick. So I wasn't even in a good mind frame. So it was very easy to crush me in this time. And I did get crushed. So after becoming enraged about hearing more uncomfortable things that were going on between the worlds that I was working in, I decided to confront some of the people that were doing this. Some of them were in complete denial and thought, no, like, what are you talking about? No. And they would make these elaborate excuses of why what I was saying wasn't true and how I'd got it all wrong. And then the other one went even worse. It's funny because some of the other girls, they would tell me about some of the inappropriate remarks or messages that this person was sending them. And one of them even got all the screenshots out and was showing me at one of the dinners. was like, you know, are you going to say something? And of course, no, they were too scared. I was so angry and hurt that this person would even have the audacity to go after people that I was also working with and be inappropriate towards them. So I ended up confronting this person. And I remember in the car, I just felt sick. I felt so sick because I thought this is going to go one or two ways they're either going to completely deny it or they're going to blow up and get rid of me and i lose this job as well and i just thought stuff it i'm just going to do it because it's the right thing to do i did and they ended up getting rid of me and this person basically stormed out of the room and they were so angry and i've spoken to other people about the story in detail and as to what does it mean when they storm off like that and a lot of people have said that's the sign of someone who's guilty They don't want to sit down and talk it out and they're probably so embarrassed and you're probably the first person who's actually confronted them, especially being a young woman. And this became a domino effect. Once I had taken that massive dive and plunge of courage to finally remove myself from some of these toxic situations, I started leaving more and more of the people and projects I had committed to. I had realized a lot of the people I had been working with were opportunists and they were just using me for my talents and my youth. It happens to a lot of young people and I want to let you know you don't have to allow this. You can stand on your own two feet strongly and tell these people no. You can say no and no is something that I have struggled in my life to say. And this is very deep rooted all the way from being a young girl. Obviously I'm mixed race and we were raised more traditionally, more traditionally Indian, even though my mother is English Australian. I grew up with a lot of those kind of traditions and values and I didn't always get to use my voice. I didn't always get to really communicate how I was feeling. And this was a very deep rooted issue. I had to Seriously learn how to move through and get over because it was ruining my life. I just kept saying yes to all these people and all these worlds thinking I had to because it was the only way I could be a part of this industry that I've always wanted to work in. And it's not the case. Sometimes doing it by yourself and working the hard yards alone and letting your craft speak for itself is one of the best ways often when you better yourself and you're doing something really special and significant in your life the right people will find you and that's something that I've definitely learned over this past couple of years. I never ran out of opportunities at this point and this is like one of the good sides about social media is that when you do put your stuff out there and you are posting your craft is a lot of people are looking and I've noticed that when I've been Putting my work out on the platforms, it's given me a lot of different opportunities. Unfortunately, with this, you get a bombard of people that you have to separate what they say, the chaff from the wheat. So you really need to learn how to be discerning and see, okay, which one here is a genuine opportunity and who's just trying to waste my time and use me for my gifts and talents and youth in some cases, So this is a very very important skill to learn especially if you're going to be pursuing your career forward in any of these industries that I've been working in or even any industry for that matter because people are people and they all have the same type of problems and issues. Now I'm not working with half the people that I was working with anymore. Um, I started taking up some of the new opportunities that had come in and keep in mind at this point I'm still learning I haven't fully developed my discernment yet that means a lot more battles from this point forward so I ended up networking with some new people and taking up some of these new opportunities I just remember noticing a pattern that when all these people keep presenting you with opportunities they make it look so good I mean, that's part of it. They make it look like this is going to be so good for you and it's going to give you these benefits and this platform and la, 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 la and all this stuff. And you're just like, wow, like this is really awesome. When in some cases, they're literally just having you there to extract the crap out of you, to just take, take, take. And then when you can't give any more or they can't take any more, they toss you to the curb again. And again, I've really noticed a pattern here with people who are a lot older using relatively young people to do their dirty work or to bring in clients or get business. A lot of it is based on looks and energy and charisma. They just make you the face. So you feel special. You're like, oh, wow, like I get to be the face of a company, blah, blah, blah. When really you're basically just the the workhorse or... The B word, which I won't say on here. (laughs) That's basically what you are to them. And this just kept happening to me, just kept happening. The more I became aware of what was happening and I would start meeting other people who would share their stories with me about some of the people that we were all working with, that's when it really started to become clear to me about what was actually happening But we were actually being in a really weird, unobvious way exploited. And it was very unobvious. This is the scary part about it. It's not something that you pick up straight away. The only way you pick up this type of opportunic abuse is when you've sadly gone through it. Or you know other people who've gone through it. Or which is what I'm learning now, is you really develop yourself as a person, especially spiritually. If you can develop yourself spiritually as a person and really strengthen your relationship with God, you will be able to pick it up in an instant so fast. It is so strong for me now that I can see a person I'm about to meet walking around a corner, about to enter the room, and I'll get an instant read on them straight away whether this person is a trustworthy person what their motives are the energy that they're coming with is it negative is it positive i can pick it up really fast now but this is only because of this journey that i've been on which has helped me strengthen those gifts and qualities basically i feel like i'm being batted around like a tennis ball going to this project helping this person with this thing and not being paid properly for some of the work that I was doing. It was just this this big bombard of stuff. And every time I would try and speak up about it and saying, hey, like I'm pretty sure I was meant to get paid more for this or how come I'm not getting a cut of that? It was always, oh, Lakshmi, like we're bringing you here for an experience and no, don't worry, you can get the next one or this or this or that. And it just kept going. And I remember feeling like I was going to snap. And this is when it got really bad. I started to get really deep into depression and anxiety again, so bad that I wasn't sleeping. And I'd be up all night, tossing, turning, crying, screaming, yelling, just feeling helpless and just wondering, like, what can I do? And after already being let go from the other place, I was like, still remembering the trauma from that experience and not being able to tell anybody and made it even worse. And, of course, I'm so grateful for my family and close friends. I was able to share with them but I really wanted everyone else to know about the crazy dark side of some of this stuff I'd experienced because I was sick and tired of watching these people prancing around thinking that the world owes them everything and that they can take whatever they want without consequences. But I made it my mission to educate as many people as I can about the truths of these industries and how you can make your mark in the best and most positive way if this is the type of career you feel led to or called to. And that's something that we will definitely be going over as I continue this podcast. I met a lot of crazy characters on my journey in navigating these industries. And have you ever seen someone become like really famous and then suddenly they disappear and everyone's like, why'd they disappear? Well, Sometimes it's because they've seen all that happens behind the scenes and they find it so sickening that they don't want anything to do with the industry. So they just disappear. It's like I've, I did my thing. I, I made the money. I had to. Okay, bye. And then they're gone. Living their best life that you don't see plastered all over social media or television. And I feel like in a weird way, I kind of went on a bit of a hiatus. This is when we get down to just before the COVID storm. I remember sitting and staring outside the window and I just had this weird vision just come to me and I kind of saw a sort of vision of the world and it blacked out, like a big blackout. And I just remember seeing that there was no internet and people going crazy, like, there's a blackout, there's no electricity, there's no internet, what are we going to do? Like, all our work is in jeopardy and all this stuff and everyone was like, Scrambling around and in a panic. And then at the end of it, I just remember feeling a deep sense that said, prepare, prepare, prepare. And I'm like, prepare for what though? What am I preparing for? And I just couldn't shake it off, like what this thing was. Fast forward, Bang, COVID hits. Everything shut down. There was no more events, which means no more work, no more nothing. Really affected Lakshmi B because at the same time, I was still making dresses for people that I'd met. And that was actually going really well. And that's one really good thing that was happening. And also a clue to show me that Lakshmi, instead of running around with all these people, you should be doing what's most true for you. And that's Lakshmi B. So it's funny because out of all the chaos, that was the only thing that was really working and making me happy and bringing me peace. So fast forward, COVID hits, it's all over. Everything shut down. It was such a shock. I was in two split minds. Half of me was really happy. Thank God. Now I don't have to go to any of this crap anymore. And I can have an excuse to say no to people and get out of all the stuff that I've said yes to that I wish that I didn't. But at the same time, I was really devastated for how it affected people and um, seeing the stories that were coming out and especially the people who were already financially struggling, seeing what they were going through and the homelessness. Even in my family, like seeing my family members lose jobs and all that stuff, it, it, it almost felt like the apocalypse was coming. And I just remember like at home and saying, oh my gosh, what if it's like going to be like Mad Max? And all the people start going crazy. And do we board and lock the windows and the doors? Like, do we need to prepare ourselves? Like, do we need to brush up on our martial arts skills? Like, what are we going to do? What do we do? And it was just crazy. I just remember feeling just a weird sense of calm that everything was going to work out. And the weird thing is, even during this crazy time where a pandemic has just hit some of these people I was working with that I had said no to were still hounding me. My phone was going off, the messages were coming through, and I'm just like, I already said no, like, I can't work with you anymore. But it just shows how wolf-like some of these people are. They just wouldn't let me go and they wouldn't leave me alone. It was it was horrible and I felt stalked. I felt like a bit unsafe at times because... If I had blocked them on one platform, they'd quickly come and reach me through another platform. And this was happening with a couple of people. And I felt sick, like, how can you do something like this? And I remember talking to my mom, she said, just block them, just block them. And I'm like, I did, I did block them. She's like, block them on everything. (laughs) I'm just like, I just did. (laughs) And, you know, I laugh now but it was not funny, like, while it was happening. And I just thought, wow, man, when you say yes to the wrong things, it can really hurt your life. So we have COVID going on and my family members still recovering and, like, all this stuff is happening. And I just felt like the world was just getting on top of me. It it actually got so bad that I started feeling suicidal again. And I just thought... You know, what if I just did it quickly and then all this pain would be over? That's how horrible this pain was. The trauma of what I'd just been through, not being able to tell anyone, the trauma of being stalked, just even people wondering where I was. I remember like being hounded by some people like, where are you? You don't post on social media anymore. Where are you? What's happening? What's happening? And I knew they didn't really care about me as a person, I knew that they were just angry because by me being present and then benefiting off the things I invited them to or involved them in had now stopped, I was like some weird meal ticket for them. And I knew that was the reason that they were acting so concerned about me, the opportunists. And I remember even some of the people I was telling you about before who We're only friends with me because they wanted to tap into my networks and connections. And the crazy thing is, these people are so wrapped up in their own self and egotism, they're so blind, they actually can't see what they're doing wrong because they're so into themselves. They really can't see how other people feel around them. And the worst part about people like this is, you can't reason with them. You just have to cold cut, cold cut and walk away and I remember even though I've cut them off they still keep coming back. Man ignoring is one of the most powerful things and tools that I've had in my belt. I swear it, it takes time and it's a bit creepy but I've even had people that I've cut off still try and reach me to this day that I knew years ago and this is very common if you look like you're doing well in life or you are doing something significant. Sometimes these things happen, but you can't give in. I've had moments where I've given in and picked up the phone and spoken, and I've deeply regretted it after. It was so stalkerish. One of the people who was very toxic for me actually turned up at one of my events after years, and I hadn't seen them in ages And this person even said they wanted nothing to do with me at the time that we split ways. Yet they had followed my social media, saw all the stuff that was happening and said, I want to be a part of your life. And I was like, oh, heck no, 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 no. And the crazy thing is I was even willing to give them a chance and they were only at the event for about half an hour until their real self just came out and the old person was there all over again. And I just thought, no, nah. when you cut things off, you you have to move forward. You have to move forward and you can't look back. It, it has given me so much trauma in my life trying to move on and not fully cutting off the past. It has caused me a lot of grief in my present. And I just want you to realise that if there is any people in your life who are toxic or who are acting like they're giving you an opportunity and making you feel like you can't get anything else if you're not working with them, leave those people as fast as you can because they those people are dangerous. They will suck you so dry. (laughs) it'll be you'll be on the floor like wondering what the hell happened to my life by the time you realize that they've taken all this stuff from you and it's hard it's hard when you haven't experienced this before and no one's taught you about this or shown you about this I didn't have anybody who taught me about all this stuff but then in saying that I didn't know anyone who was active in these industries who was a close person to me I was walking into a new territory by myself for the first time. So I thought, well, if I'm going to be the trailblazer in this area, then I will grab everything I've learned, every bit of evidence, and I'll bring it back to whoever needs it. I was so thankful that I was connected to a counselling group. So I met them through my church, actually, and I ended up having to switch off and do a deep soul cleanse and I started with them so if you ever feel like everything's burdening you or you feel traumatized or you've gone through stuff and you don't know what to do I would highly suggest that you find a counseling group or a church group or a trusted pastor someone who is very well known in the area they have good results someone you can talk to that you can trust because you can't just bottle up stuff like this for too long because it, it will kill you. It was literally killing me from the inside out. And I was grateful that I had them. And they were like on go time, helping as many people as they could through the COVID thing. And they were on the phones all day. And we were on Zoom calls and that really helped me. So I got to Zoom with them because obviously with COVID we couldn't see each other. Um, and it was just nice having them there and I was able to confide in some of them about what had happened and the awesome thing was I even invited some of them to my events and shows so they were able to meet some of these people and give me a different perspective and clarity on the situation and tell me you know they even told me that some of the people that people were scared of (sighs) they're just hurt inside Lakshmi. Like it's obvious they're acting out this way because they're just broken people at the end of the day. You know, like it it helped me when they were saying that because I had held on to so much resentment, bitterness and anger that when they told me this, that Lakshmi, we just see broken people and that's why they're acting this way. It helped me forgive them. And obviously like forgiveness is for yourself, because when you don't forgive, you carry that ball of pain around with you. I'm still frustrated about it now, but I don't feel as bitter as I was after it had happened. It's very important that you have a trusted group that you can talk to about some of the pain, because when things got too overwhelming and overbearing and I had too many things going on and all this stuff, it just helped me feel a bit more confident with my situation and more at peace that I did have support. I really encourage you to find people like that. You, you you shouldn't do this life alone. We're not made to do life alone and having the right people is extremely important. And if you haven't found them yet, approach some of these groups. They're not all perfect. I've been to counselors that have been horrific and actually tried to break up my family. And at the same time, I've also found some incredible ones. You just just got to go out there and find them. And one thing that really helped me is I would pray every day that I would meet the right people, that I would find the right people. And it's hard, but if you can believe that and say that every single day, you will meet some really good people. It's happened to me and my life and... Having the right people in your life, it, it transforms things. It changes things forever. I was with this counseling group, they were Christian-based and they would just remind me of a lot of the truths that we grow up with in the Bible, you know, like God is always with us and greater is God who's in us than anyone in the world and just things like that. Really powerful reminders and I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me It was just reminding me of the simple truths and I would recite these every day and it really helped strengthen myself again and be able to let go of some of the pain and um, some of the bitterness and regain my strength again. So I ended up going on a very deep cleansing process. Obviously with the social media getting super overwhelming, it's so hard because a lot of my work is on social media but I just thought COVID thing has happened everything is shut down take this as an opportunity this is your opportunity to rest and reset and I thought wow like when will we ever get another opportunity like this in history and again I feel very blessed that you know I do live in Australia and although no government is perfect I feel very blessed that our government was able to put certain things in place to try their best to look after the people. One of the biggest things that I do besides the counselling and the talking and things out with trusted people is I dive into positive podcasts and YouTube videos. We are so lucky. Like Even though social media and all that can be super toxic, there's always an opposite. There is so much amazing good content out there from incredible leaders and one of my favorites who I recommend to literally everyone is Lisa Nichols look up Lisa Nichols if you ever feel bad about yourself or you're struggling or you're trying to grow a business or whatever she covers all of it and I love her story and you can feel her genuine spirit energy just coming out of the screen and speaks from the heart and that's something that I've really learned to observe and find in people is are they speaking and connecting from their heart? I, I don't know her personally, but her videos have greatly helped me in my life. I would watch heaps of her videos and listen to some awesome podcasts. Like I love um, Lewis Howes, an incredible interviewer. And he interviews some of the m- most awesome known minds on our planet. And then, of course, Jay Shetty and Tom Bilyeu type in their names on YouTube you can tap into some really positive content that'll help you in basically any area that you need. Yeah, YouTube counseling. (laughs) I definitely did that a lot. I have this digital diary that I've been keeping since 2014. Anything that happens to me in my life, I will write it down. Writing things down, it just really helps you heal internally. You get all the junk out and all the mess out and it helps you organize your mind. That's something that I really recommend. Another thing is even making YouTube videos or social media posts and just being honest. So when I was on social media, I would just be honest and like, hey, like guys, like this is what I'm going through and this is how I'm dealing with it. And people just responded so positively to things like that. It helped me heal as well, getting all of that out and sharing that with other people and You know, it was awesome that we could all lean on each other and uplift each other in that way. But at the same time, the social media thing, oh my gosh, sometimes I ask people, do you ever scroll through social media and you're scrolling through the wall, the homepage, and you just start feeling not so good? Do you ever wonder why or how that is? And I remember I got a lot of different answers that made a lot of sense stating the obvious. And then I remember someone close to me said, I actually think that another part of the reason is the energy that you're picking up from what people are putting out into each post and imagine scrolling through that many posts with that much projection of those different energies, you don't know how that person's feeling, you don't know what their intentions are and you're picking up all of that junk and I just thought whoa like I never really thought about it that way and once I started seeing it that way, it really changed things for me. And I started to see through the flaws of the post that I was looking at. And I realized I need to turn this off. And I remember it was so bad. Like, I hate it when you go on the platform and it takes you straight to the homepage first. And so I'd quickly like close my eyes and like click, 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 like get on my page Just so I wouldn't see the homepage because it was just getting that bad. It was just making me feel sick, especially with all the COVID stuff and all the crazy political stuff that was happening. It's like, yes, I know these horrible things are happening, but I'm struggling myself as a human being in my own life. I can't take another thing, you know? And I know so many of us are going through that, but we just feel like we can't say anything about it sometimes. So in situations like that that was it. Social media was going off and phone was going off. I just wanted to really try it. Let's see if I can do this for a few days and I did it for about three days and in those three days I spent painting that beautiful butterfly painting the Kesa I Hind painting and I just felt so much purity like entering my system and so much toxic stuff just leaving my body and I just thought wow like I feel so free and I was like I want to feel like this every day and it's funny as soon as those three days were over and I'd spent painting and eating and reconnecting to my family a bit more it was awesome and as soon as I opened my phone again and looked at the social media oh, I felt sick, it was like a bang, and I was like, oh, no, 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 I don't want to feel like this again, quickly turn it off, turn it off, and you know what the weird thing is, you never realize how sick or how toxic something is until you've removed yourself from the situation, and then you look back, and then you think, what the heck, how did I allow myself to go through that, how, it's it's awful and sometimes I get angry at myself I'm so angry that I let that person talk to me or I'm so angry that I stayed in that bad relationship I'm so angry I let myself engage in stuff like that and I remember like it got to that part the anger part where I was just beating myself up now and then I had to forgive myself you know what forgiving yourself is almost more powerful than forgiving other people. I think we hate on ourselves more and we might not even realize it sometimes. And when I sat there and started going through all my crap, like how I didn't stick up for myself enough or I didn't use my voice enough or I just allowed people to be mean to me in different ways I had to forgive myself and be like, Lakshmi, like, I forgive you. I forgive you for allowing people to abuse you. And that was a really weird thing to say, but (laughs) when I said it, I just felt this huge something, that rock feeling even disintegrate even more. And I felt lighter. And I thought, whoa, like, what was I holding on to? It was so crazy. But yeah, I really encourage you to, you know, really forgive yourself, you know, because when things happen, we don't always have control over them. And sometimes we really just don't know what we don't know. You know, sometimes we are put in situations we've never been in before and we're here to learn and grow. I don't know. I always believe that sometimes things happen because you can handle them because you are able to pass them on to the next generation and help and guide them to be even better. Sometimes these things are purely for a learning experience, for the benefit of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands more people. So now I'm going on this soul cleansing journey and I started like going for more walks in the park with my mom and I barely ever used to walk in the park. I remember I was such a workaholic and overcommitted to too many projects that my whole life was work and I wouldn't even eat properly and not even sleep properly, plus depression and anxiety and all those things on top of it that I was so foggy in my head. I couldn't see the important things clearly. It really helped me to focus on the relationships that I do have in my life that are special and important and contribute greatly that I may not have really noticed before. Spending more time with my family and eating together and going for walks in the park and things, these things are so soul healing. And it's funny, as soon as the social media was switched off, work was switched off, all the craziness switched off, I really started to see more clearly about what the extent of what I had allowed myself to go through and the people I had allowed in my life to do whatever it was that they did, I was quite, I was pretty taken back. I started having to reevaluate more of my relationships. And after all the work ones had been sifted through and I'd cut ties off and all this stuff, left projects that were too toxic ignoring, blocking, the whole works. Weirdest thing about the whole COVID thing is people that I barely had spoken to ended up becoming my closest friends and the people I had as my closest friends ended up becoming acquaintances or leaving completely. It was very unexpected and surprising. Sometimes there are really good people in our life that we might not really recognize, we may have overlooked for whatever reason because our focus is so jaded that we can't really see the good things that are there for us and the things that need to go. I started spending more time with these people I'd known for a while but, but never really spent time with and they were awesome and I laughed and I hadn't laughed that much in ages and I was Starting to become happy again and then I had to go through the heartbreak of cutting friendships off and realizing the toxicity that some of those relationships were having on me. And I think one of the most heartbreaking ones for me was someone who I saw as a mentor in my life. I saw that they had maybe subconsciously been trying to cap me. This is another thing to be aware of. Is mentors and teachers that you may have in your life. Some are incredible and they genuinely want you to do well and will push you so far to make sure you reach your potential. But then there are others that I've noticed. They meet you when you're broken and they uplift you and they guide you. And as soon as you become strong enough to fly on your own, they don't want you to. They try to clip your wings, your newly grown wings. And I realized that that's what this particular person was doing to me. I don't think they were fully aware of what they're doing. I have some very discerning people in my life and they're actors and they're thoroughly trained in the art of reading people and understanding emotions and thoughts and feelings because they have to train to become different characters. So they're very trained in different areas of emotional intelligence and psychology was saying Lakshmi I think this person is a little bit jealous of you and they're insecure in themselves and that's probably why this is happening and I remember being so angry and mortified because I was like you're supposed to be my mentor and I was so angry because I trusted this person with my life and (laughs) I just realized that When I first met them, they weren't really like this. Sometimes people change. And that's why you need to be so discerning and keep your wits about you because people can change and unfortunately sometimes can come against you. And also the opposite. There's people I haven't really got along with in the past who've really evolved and grown into beautiful people. It's it's crazy. It's like at the end of the day, we're all on a journey. And I think the main thing, that I've learned here and I want to share with you is never idolize people. When it all comes down to it, after all the things I went through and even with the mentors and even with the people I was working with, there is a serious problem in our society of idolization. Do not ever idolize Anyone, just because they might look more sophisticated or they may look more successful or they may be trained in wisdom, it doesn't matter. No one is better or worse than yourself. I always believe we are all equally important as human beings. After all the crazy stuff that I've been through and that I've seen, that I've dealt with, I've learned that a lot of the things that I've learned. I actually had within me the whole time. A lot of the things I learned, especially when I was growing spiritually and I was spending time with spiritual people who seemed more advanced and wise and all that, I realized, wow, I've actually had this knowledge in me the whole time. I just didn't tap into it. I hadn't tapped into it. When I was telling you before about the people who are really discerning and you can read people from across the room and stuff like that, I remember thinking, wow, like how do they do that? That's amazing. And I just realized we all have that ability, all of us. You just have to tap into it and practice, practice getting close to yourself, getting to know God, meditating, praying deeply. These are how you develop your spiritual gifts. And there's so many different things that you can do. But this is a start. Going on that journey, the weird thing was is I ended up surpassing a lot of these people who were teaching me and it got to a point where I was even at a temple once with a guru and I don't know how but I just kept asking questions asking questions to the point where he finally didn't have a proper answer for the question I was asking and I just remember thinking wow I've outgrown this place and I, I was shocked And then I moved on and found a different teacher. Like I'm always looking to keep learning and evolving. If you're on that journey as well to becoming the greatest person that you were created to be, you will go through some of these things. And it's okay. When it first happened to me and I noticed some of the teachers seemed to be capping my growth or annoyed that I'd maybe pass them in some things, instead of being angry, which I was because I trusted them, I realized that people aren't perfect they're going to mess up and just because someone is gifted or successful or knowledgeable in a certain area they're not better than me they're also not worse we're all on this journey together and we all have something really important to give that brought me a lot of peace to the point where I look back on some of the people that hurt me I feel sad that wow that's what you're going through and that's why you're being aggravated in that way because you're going through that much pain And I understand what that's like. I went through that, especially when I was in high school. I used to look up to all these people and think, oh, you know, I feel so useless and worthless. Like, I just want to, you know, be like that too. And it just takes work. Everything is just work. And I remember I was watching this really awesome interview with Lily Singh, the YouTuber. And one thing I picked up from her interview was if everyone just knew just takes work you really can achieve anything even things you've never seen done before which is something I've always believed we're all trailblazers in our own way and we don't have to follow the grain or the path of someone else everything is possible and what you see in your heart and mind it is there you're seeing it for a reason because it's already inside you everything you see inside you is just waiting to manifest into your reality And it's so awesome when you finally realize that and stop idolizing people and realize you're just as important and you've got gifts that other people don't have. You've got amazing gifts that you probably don't even know that you have, but they're there. They're there and they're in you right now. And it's funny because this traumatic experience that I went through, COVID, lockdown, the whole shebang, it got me to that inner place of finding that out. And I'm so grateful for that. And that's why sometimes you might go through horrible things and it will shape you and help you grow in crazy ways that you would never expect. When I look back, I'm glad because I learned so much. So much that I would not have learned had I not gone through challenges like that. And I'm super grateful now. For every little bit of it, even though sometimes it still hurts. It still hurts sometimes, but that's part of the journey. I'm now excited about my future and what's there. And when you go through enough crap, things don't really get to you anymore. It's kind of awesome. You kind of just like, just glide through life. Like, oh, obstacle? Cool. I'll pass you soon. Oh, dagger? Oh, cool. Dodge you. And it's just like... (laughs) I don't know, things don't get to you the way they used to when you go through enough stuff and there's a freedom with that. Moving forward, I suddenly find myself with this brand new perspective on life. You always hear like the fairy tale, oh, all the bad stuff happens and suddenly everything's good in the end. Nope, (laughs) it keeps going. I don't know, I feel like the challenges get sneakier the smarter you become. It's like, I don't know, if the universe just keeps throwing stuff at you to see like how you'll handle it. So now I'm in this new place and people that I considered you know trusted people or friends and I had met them back in my insecure days. So now they're contacting me and I just felt a small nudge in my chest saying don't do it. Don't do the project with them. And it was a very still small nudge and I thought oh I And then I just said, no, I can't do it. I can't do it. And they just kept reaching out, kept reaching out, kept reaching out, didn't give up. And this happened in a project. And this also happened in a friendship. I eventually give in. I'm like, okay, we've never had a problem before. You seem like a decent person. All right, I'll hang out with you. And all right, I'll do this project with you. (sighs) What do you know? All the ugly stuff starts coming out. So I end up spending more time with both of these people and I start seeing things just being rude, disrespectful, toxic, self-absorbed, egotistic. Things that you could kind of see were there, but they really came out at this point. And I just thought, wow, you're really doing this in front of me. Wow. Okay. Interesting. There was a point where one of them was so convincing that they had my best interests at heart. I had to ask other people who were working with us and I realised that this person had been frustrating most of the crew and I was like, oh my gosh, it wasn't just me. I'm not going crazy. Other people are noticing this bad behaviour as well. And even with the friend, same thing. I ended up in the car with someone else who also knew this other person said Lakshmi I'm sorry this person is really toxic xyz and I just thought okay I'm not the only person who's seeing this not going crazy I always it, but I never trusted myself enough to follow through with what I was feeling and they had all told me that both these people they don't seem right blah 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 all this stuff and of course I had to find out the hard way it got to a point where I started feeling sick again started getting anxious again Especially after the falling out with the mentor, I started to believe the lies in my mind that I was alone and that I didn't have anyone. And life started getting on top of me again. I swear, people are some of the biggest destructors in life and you really need to learn discernment because people will make you or break you in this life. During this time, I had taken time out to take care of myself. You're removing the toxic people. In that state of peace, new business ideas had come to me for Lakshmi B and then we started bringing to life our furniture vision that we'd had for ages and we came up with these amazing ideas and thought, well now everyone's stuck in, indoors, let's beautify their spaces because a space can really affect how you feel mentally and spiritually and emotionally. While all these new ideas were coming in and it was going really well, I am being distracted again. It was like all the crazy rubbish that I had tried really hard to get away from. It was just coming back. I remember one night of not sleeping again. My eyes started to itch. It started to feel really strange. I go to the mirror. And there are these crazy red veins like shooting across my eyeballs. It was so scary. It looked like a weird spider web of red. I thought, I What on earth is this? Do I have an allergy? Did I rub something in my eye? Or like, I don't know. And I thought, oh, I'll probably go away in a couple of days. And I felt the more stressed I was getting, the more my eyes started burning. Four days later, they weren't getting better. And then the scary part. My vision started to blur. I thought, what the heck is happening? And my mom's like, you need to go to the doctor. You need to go to the doctor. I told you to go. You need to go now. And I thought, okay, fine. I'll go to the doctor. So we went. And as soon as I walk through the door and tell the doctor what's happened, she looks in my eyes. She's like, how long has this been going on? I'm like, oh, probably like four days. She was like, I can't stand it when people don't come into the doctor when something happens and they wait and they don't come earlier. Why did you leave it so long? I just thought it was like oh my gosh like she's freaking out and I was like I don't know I thought it was gonna go away and she's like you need to go to the hospital now especially if your vision's blurring and I remember thinking oh my gosh go to the hospital but I was like but it's COVID I don't want to go to the hospital during COVID. I probably have to wait there for ages anyway. And then she's just like, yeah, you're right. Hang on, let me make some phone calls. So she goes to the phone and then she starts making phone calls. And then she gets onto someone, hangs up and says, you are so lucky. There is a specialist available in exactly half an hour. You need to go now. And by the way, this all happened end of 2020, just before Christmas. This was last Christmas, the last Christmas that we just had. And so being close to Christmas time and COVID going on, like doctors were crazy, like places were like booked, like places were shut down, like it was crazy. So it was a miracle that we got this appointment. So I go to my parents and I say, can you drive me? Because my vision's getting blurry. So my mom and my dad both go with me and drive me to the eye specialist. I go there for a few appointments and shout out to Dr. Jonathan at Specsavers, Stanhope Gardens. He looked after me when I was going through my crazy trauma eye situation. I'm so grateful to him because he really put me at ease and really helped me get through the eye journey. Basically, they tell me that you have a disease called uveitis. And it's strange because normally it only affects one eye, but in your case, it's in both of your eyes, which is quite rare. I just thought, what? What is uveitis? And they basically told me it's an incurable disease and it can make you go permanently blind in time. We don't have a solution for it, but to maintain and watch it. When I went home and I really thought about it, I I just thought, permanent blindness but I'm a designer like I appreciate colors and I need to see so I can design things I can't go blind like this can't happen to me and I just thought what if I never see again and then my mind split into two parts at that moment half of me was almost grateful like yes I finally have another excuse to get out of all the projects that I don't want to be a part of and I can say no to like a relief and then the other part of me was like oh my gosh I'm gonna be blind I don't want to be blind and the scary part was my vision had become so blurry I actually couldn't see anything more than two or three meters in front of me I kind of thought oh my gosh like I think I'm gonna die or the person that I know myself to be now is going to die. And I'm going to be a completely new, different person. I have to learn how to do life all over again. And I was freaked out. I called all my close people and we were praying and they said, no, like, just keep believing that you're going to get better and have faith. And I remember praying to God and I was like, God, surely you won't let me go blind in this life. I just remember feeling a peace, feeling The phrase refocus, refocus, refocus. And then my phone rings and it's one of the people that I'd committed a project to. And I told this person, listen, like this has just happened with my eyes and this and this and that. And I just felt a complete lack of concern that their project was more important than my health condition which I understand, but for goodness sake, have some compassion. This is what I can't stand, especially in this old school way of doing business. It's like everybody's just a cog in the machine. You take your pay and you go home and that's it. I am so glad that those systems are breaking now and that people are doing things differently, that millennials are doing completely different businesses where they actually care and take care of the people that work with them because it's about teamwork. It's about a collective working together in harmony, overcoming challenges together, not beating people down. But this person did operate in that old model. I was even more upset because I thought that we actually respected each other as friends. (sighs) So um, here I am learning lessons again and I just realised I can't do this. And again, I had to ditch more projects. And I just noticed that every time I de-stressed and I took something off my shoulders, my vision would become more clear. I started sleeping more. I started eating better and changing my diet because all this running around, I was just grabbing takeout or Uber Eats or whatever. So I was just doing clean, home-cooked food, um, no preservatives, no rubbish. Uh, I was doing a vegan diet, a lot of rich, clean vegetables, beans, drinking more water, all the things, just taking care of myself again, um, tapping into the podcast again, journaling again, reading good books again, all the things that I've been doing, but just got off track after saying yes to all these projects. So by this point, I'm basically looking back into history of the past few weeks and months that have just been and... I'm realizing, wow, okay, there's a pattern here and it keeps repeating itself. All right, what did I do last time? Let's reevaluate the people and projects in my life for the millionth time. <laughs> so I go back, I took those steps, just going through the motions, being sad. Why did I let this happen again? I can't believe this happened again. All the way to trying to make peace. And then I would get back to text messages and things and then I would regret it right after. It would just spark up another more toxicity. And it's funny, the life will keep throwing you things until you decide to not tolerate it anymore and just step up and say, I'm not putting up with this crap anymore. Sometimes you just have to get up and take a stand. I guess the final, final, final straw for me was my eyes. And I thought if I don't get my focus together, and it's funny, eyes and focus, if I don't pull myself together and start respecting myself and not allowing people like this in my life, I'm making myself sick. I am destroying my own body by allowing this to happen. My eyesight is at risk right now. and If I don't calm down, I might never be able to see again. And that really helped give me the courage and the boldness to just tell people to just get lost. The people who were just downright using me, opportunists, the whole thing. This was a very hard lesson for me to learn. I feel like it shouldn't have had to get that bad, but unfortunately for me, it did. And there were still a lot of things that I really had to learn and cement. And I think one of the biggest things that I learned besides never idolizing people, is not caring about what people think of me. The disease to please, this was a plague in my life. Saying yes to all these people who are very charming and convincing and demanding, and not just in projects, but even in friendships, almost felt like I had to come to their beck and call. And I just had to get rid of all this and just stand up for myself and stop taking this crap. And again, it's all deep rooted to my childhood. But man, when I started getting my life together, cutting out all these toxic people, realizing the industry for what it actually is and not caring about the industry anymore, not caring about the demands of people or the beasts. And I start asking the deeper questions. What is my purpose in this life on this planet? What am I really here for? move all the rubbish away, like trying to make money, trying to do this, trying to do that, trying to be that, please this person, that person, this thing. Who am I and why am I here? And that's what it boiled down to at the end of the day. What are we doing all of this for? And I really had to go on another self-discovery journey. I can't even tell you how many I've been on this. I feel like it's something that you go through for the rest of your life, you're always going to go through things and transitions, and you will just keep evolving. and it's even though it's uncomfortable and awkward, when you do evolve into that new person, you just think, "Wow, like you really start falling in love with who you are, and you just feel more powerful as a person, like the real power from within. It all starts within and shows then on the outside. So I start going on this journey not caring about what people thinking, not caring about what anyone thinks of me, ditching what I feel is not right, no matter what the consequences are or who's going to be angry or anything like that, genuinely just ditching it and doing things on my own truest terms. I did a lot of self-evaluation. What are my gifts? What are my talents? And I learned so much from the different leaders that I listen to podcasts from or watch YouTube videos, and they always say that your gifts are things that you are naturally really good at with the least amount of effort, something that just comes to you, and it's something that just flows through you as a person. And I was wondering, okay, what is that for me? And I thought, okay, there's design, speaking and spending time with people – Helping people out of darkness and brokenness. These are things I really enjoy doing with my friends or even random people I meet. I love spending time with them in deep conversation and deciphering people's problems and things that they're going through while I'm deciphering my own at the same time. I slowly began to reshift my focus, reconnecting to myself, meditating more, praying more. I started speaking life. What you say, what comes out of your mouth is so important and it holds a lot of power. You need to speak life into your own life. For me, I love going back to positive Bible verses. I find there's so much power in the verses. Like I was mentioning before, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me greater is God in me than anyone who's in the world. And I would just keep saying it to myself over and over and over until I believed it. Looking at some of the leaders I follow and they're doing these things every day. One of the business leaders I follow, he was saying, sometimes I wake up and I don't wanna say these affirmations and things. I get tired, but I know that I have to. And it's funny because sometimes it's when you feel the worst is when you really need to say it. Because sometimes when I feel like not doing them or speaking life as soon as I wake up or before I go to bed, if I leave it for one day, it usually carries on to the next and the next to the point where I'm not saying them at all and I go back into a hole. That's how it starts. That's the time where you really need to do it. So I started claiming the truth, speaking life into my life, making better decisions, cutting off things that don't feel good. And when I say don't feel good, I'm not talking about hard work. I'm talking about general toxicity, toxic people, toxic circumstances, things that are robbing you of your energy, things that are disrespecting you as a person. These are the things I'm talking about. I just started feeling happier as a person. And meanwhile, I'm not on social media. And I used to post quite regularly on social media, but after COVID, it was just, no, cut it out. It's not doing anything for my inner being You need to feed your inner being with life, with goodness. Go to the good things. You know, I love the Bible. For me, the Bible, even though it's got things in it that I don't understand, there are some really powerful truths in there that I love that give me a lot of strength. A really good place to start if you've never read the Bible before, go to Psalms. Psalms has some killer verses and affirmations for your life psalms is amazing really good comforting things there for anyone who feels broken or lost some really good things you can recite every day to help reclaim your power back so while i start doing this i notice things shift suddenly these good people started coming into my life more of them more than usual People I'd barely spoken to, people I hadn't even met before, who were connected to the people I barely spoke to. And I just thought, wow, like I was actually so touched because I'd been with the wrong people for so long. When these good people started coming in my life, I felt overwhelmed. I started crying because I was like, where have these people been? Yet they've kind of been here the whole time and I just didn't see them. And the bizarre thing is a lot of them actually live down the road from me. (laughs) And I'm like, this amazing people and persons are literally down the road from me. And I've never met them the whole time I've been here. Wow, that is interesting. Refocusing and getting a new perspective on your life. The people you're looking for are looking for you. But you have to open yourself up to receive the good stuff it's like a bag if you have a bag or a body full of trash there is no room for anything new to come in you have to release and let go of all the rubbish and crap that isn't serving you so that the good things can come can come and fill you and that's something I, I, I really really was able to put into practice during this COVID season So now that this is happening and all these new people are coming into my life, I started getting new opportunities and not just any opportunities, opportunities that were actually in alignment with who I am as a person, not this superficial crap or this fake rubbish, real stuff. And one of them was I got to speak about my life experience at a youth group and that was so amazing I felt so happy when I got to speak to them and share my experiences and see them light up with life I just thought wow like I want to do stuff like this every day it brings me so much joy helping other people with however I can with what I have and that's the thing. We're all here to serve. We all will serve in our own unique way. And you just have to find what suits your gifts and talents and how you can serve. And for me, it's making beautiful pieces for people and making them shine and bringing out what's on the inside of them to the outside and speaking life into people and seeing healing and it was so awesome. It's one of the guys at the church that connected me to the youth group Are uh, doing missions in India. I've been looking for a mission like this for years, like a really good genuine mission where the money actually goes to the people who need it. And I found it all around the same time. And the crazy thing is, this is how funny when you pursue your purpose – and you stay authentic to yourself, things start opening up. So through this mission, I found out that where they were was a particular part of India where they also have a lot of production happening. Some of the biggest production of cotton and things happens in this area where there is also a lot of corruption and slave labor, which is something I really wanted to combat and bring some sort of program to rehabilitate or help people who are going through there and they don't have a way out and these guys have made a center there to help those people and I just connected the dots and thought oh my goodness this thing that I've wanted to do for years all my life I've finally been able to contribute to that and that brought me even more joy and I cried again and oh like, I feel like I'm going to cry now. Like, just the gratitude, like, on, that, on the man's face who was organizing it. And he just kept saying, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I was just like, no, no, like, it's okay, it's okay. Like, no, thank you. Thank you for giving me this opportunity <laughs> to give. And it was so beautiful. And if you can find a mission out there, there are so many that you you connect with and you, you know, resonate with, start. And it doesn't have to be a lot. Just whatever you have and I swear like the joy it will bring to you like it's incredible when you actually feel like you're actually making a difference in some people's lives. So it really inspired me encouraging to keep going and it, it gave me more strength that okay I have found this this new path now and I'm just going to keep walking it. I don't have anyone showing me the way I can't see ahead on this path but I'm following what I feel is right And I love it. Um, Oprah often mentions that it's an inner GPS, your inner compass. And if you can stay quiet enough and meditate and pray enough, you can connect to it. It's your intuition, your heart. If you can connect to that, it will always guide you the right way. And you, you listen to it. The more you listen to it, the sharper it becomes. The more you ignore it, you blunt it. And it becomes harder to hear it. And that's what I noticed. So I just started practicing, listening to what's in me. And I always believe God lives within me. So I'm like always talking like, God, what do you want me to do now? God, where do we go now? Always checking in, always acknowledging that within me. And that is so important. And for me, that's God. And I always see God as living in my heart and my heart is that GPS that directs me the right way to go. And the purest things can come from that when you have God in your heart. And if you don't know how to have God in your heart, just ask. Get quiet, go by yourself and just just start talking. God's always listening. You know, for me, I was like, hey, God, it's me. <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> and, you know, it was a bit awkward at first, but then I was just like, Wow, like God and, you know, I spent time with different teachers who would teach me about God, but that's really good. That helps you grow, but really try and get to know God for yourself. Getting to know God is a very personal thing and it's different for all of us. And I realized when I started to get to know God for myself, the way I relate to God was completely different to the people I was spending time with and their relationship to God So that's really important. I really want to put that out there because when I was first walking out this journey strongly, and I've always spoken to God since I was a kid. My mom actually introduced me to God when I was about four. But I really started strengthening my relationship with God towards the later part of my life. I'm in my late 20s now, and I've really made a conscious effort to strengthen that relationship and get to know God for myself. And one thing I learned was, I would often like follow the teachers and the mentors and the gurus who were showing me what God was. And I felt like because what I was feeling wasn't aligning with what they was feeling, I thought, oh, maybe I'm wrong. So I would start following like their way and, and it would just make me feel worse and take me even further away from my truth. And it made me very upset and sad. But in the same time, I picked up the tools – What tools are they using to get to God? So for me, they were using the Bible. They were using God's word. um, They were telling stories, like all the stories from the Bible. My favorite are Joseph, Esther and David. And when you read those stories, it gives you an intimate view of like how God communicates to these people. And he did it so differently with each of them, which I love. So learning that way and through my own prayer. The more you tap in, even if you feel like you can't feel anything or you can't hear anything, keep tapping in. Keep tapping in because God loves us so much and wants to get to know us on a personal level. And the more you tap in, the closer God can come to you and God will reveal himself in a completely unique way to you that's different to anybody that you know. So for me, I connect to God a lot through my heart and through my design, through the beautiful ideas and visions that come to my mind for things, through creativity, through painting, um, even through speaking um, and bringing healing to other people. Like I experience God in all those different ways. But I would have never gotten to this place had I not gone through the trauma that I went through for the past few years and Learned the lessons that I learned and experienced the darkness. And it's crazy and I hate it, but sometimes I think we need to experience the darkness to know what the light is. Because the darker my world got, when I was able to bounce back and come to the other side, the light was so incredible and I was really able to recognise it for what it was and appreciate it. Because the weird thing was, I had this all along, but I just didn't appreciate it or recognize it or give it enough time to develop what it was. Through this process, I have really been able to discover my true purpose, why I'm here on earth. And a lot of that is a healing. I'm here to bring healing to the planet, to animals, to people, and my gifts are doing it through design and speaking and that's what I know so far and I feel there is a lot more to discover on this journey. Getting there was going through that process, going through that self-cleansing process. It was a spiritual, physical and mental transformation that has happened and is still happening and you have to allow yourself, give yourself permission to go through that, to transition and become the great person that you were created to be. Right now, I'm still discovering some of my deeper gifts and more about my purpose, and each day is really exciting. And if I'm being honest, I still get a challenge. Sometimes I have a nightmare or two about the past, but every ugly thing that comes up, I grab it, see it for what it is, and I practice forgiving it and letting it go. It's so hard. Even today, when I woke up today, I was challenged again. I had three bad dreams in a row connected to things that had happened to me in the past and I really had to fight this morning to get into a good mindset. It is hard, it's a journey. But again, I just kept remembering the truth, the truth about who I am, that I am loved, that I am protected, that I am guided, that I am here for a reason, that I am important, that I am surrounded by good people, that I have everything I need. I keep reciting these truths over and over again. Even if they're not truths yet, I speak the future into my life today. So whatever you envision or see or feel for yourself, start speaking it now. Dress for that, be that, mentally open and prepare yourself for that. And those things will start coming towards you. Right now, I have some incredible opportunities that have come my way with brand new people that I've just met who really are on the same path that I'm going, who genuinely care about people and bringing healing to the planet. Yes, my life is not perfect and I'm sure there's a few rats there that still need to be exterminated, but it's all part of the process and I'm still growing. We're all still growing. So allow yourself to go on the journey and as long as you're trying, I always believe, you know, you'll be looked after. As long as you try your best and use whatever you have now, things will turn out really well for you. And I'm sitting here now as a living testimony of that. It's not perfect, but I am 110 times stronger and happier than I was before. And even though things don't always go my way, I am now able to find a stillness and a peace in those times of destruction that I wasn't able to before. And I don't get those suicidal thoughts anymore, thank God. I feel calmer. That tightness, that rock of anxiety in my chest has now completely released. And any time I start to feel a tightness coming back, I just quickly get still and quickly start remembering the truth and reciting promises and going over what I've learned in the Bible and reclaiming the truth, remembering who I am and getting still. Getting still here and refocusing your vision is the key. This is very important. Whenever you feel out of balance or out of whack, that's the time to get still and, and check over yourself. No matter what happens, you're still you you're still here, you're still in the present, just start thanking God for what you have that's good in your life right now, slowly remove what's not working, and trust in this process, really trust in this process, and don't be afraid, don't let fear overcome you, and it's a practice, I know when people say, you know, you can't let these things overwhelm you, or you can't let People affect you. If you can stay in peace and really see things with clarity for what they actually are, nothing can affect you anymore. It can't. And even if a little bit it does creep in and does get to you a little bit, you can snap it, nip it in the bud really quick. But it's practice. All right. So before we wrap up today's episode, I want to say a quick prayer for anybody out there who is hurting right now, who is still affected by this COVID storm. Maybe you're having issues with people or work or relationships or you're still trying to find out who you are and why you came here. I just want to say a quick prayer for you that you would have the guidance and wisdom that you need to get through whatever it is that you need. Awesome. Dear God, I thank you for every single person who is tuned into this podcast and Lakshmi B TV. I thank you for every single one of them, dear God. I thank you for the incredible people that you have made them to be and I thank you that you have a purpose for every single one of them. Thank you, God, for your love. Thank you for your protection. Dear God, I pray that you would be with every single listener and viewer right now, wherever they are, I pray that you would bring solutions to their problems and ease to their pain, dear God. I thank you that the right people are coming around them, dear God. I thank you that mountains will be moved in their lives, dear God. I thank you, God, that you are always with them. And even if they can't see you, God, I pray that they would be able to find you, dear God. I pray that you would give them the eyes to see and the ears to hear, dear God. And we pray for them and their families and that they will be successful in this life, dear God, and they will experience your greatness and your goodness in this life as well as the next life. And we pray these blessings in your name, Jesus. Amen. Outfit feature of the evening. So I am wearing our Luxury Bee Upcycled Creation This piece was featured at our 2020 Vision Sneak Peek collection a couple of years ago. It was our last show just before COVID. It is still one of my favorite pieces that we've made. This is a very special suit set. It is a blazer with a mini skirt. Kind of giving me the Clueless vibes a little bit. And it is made from completely upcycled materials. I think there's actually a pillowcase in here. And we have some scrap fabric, an unworn, beautiful Indian cotton t-shirt that's in it as well. And some beautiful lace from Bangalore, India that my auntie picked up and sent over to us. Susan B, my mom, has hand embroidered these beautiful 3D sunflowers. And the stem goes all the way down the sleeve. And again, embroidered with beautiful Bangalorean Indian beads my family's hometown So this top was actually made from a pair of slacks that belonged to one of my friends mom's and they were in a beautiful condition and they were these long slacks I ended up cutting them up and turning them into a little top and some shorts for the summer compliments well with this suit and skirt and the shoes The shoes are a pair of shoes I upcycled very recently in one of my crafty projects while being in the home quarantined. If you wanna see how I transform old shoes, go to my Tiffany shoe tutorial. I pretty much did the same thing, just using a different color for these shoes, including the brooch, the custom brooches that I made, little shoe bows. They were actually old earrings before. And I've put that beautiful shoe together, which goes perfectly with the sunflower suit. to view our latest sustainable creations of fashion couture art and home decor you can find our online store and galleries at lakshmib.com and for custom orders bookings and inquiries you can contact us lakshmi luxury at lakshmib.com and to keep up to date with our latest projects and events find us on social media platforms at lakshmib.com or my personal page at underscore Lakshmi Gowda. Thank you for joining us at Luxury VTV and podcast. If you were inspired or encouraged by this episode, please like and share with your family and friends and leave me a comment or a message. I love hearing your testimonies and stories. We have plenty more content to share with you. So subscribe for the next episode together we can all help heal the planet and people by simply using what we already have and being the great person we were created to be. Know yourself now, leave a legacy for tomorrow.